0: What does it mean to be cast out? Can a Christian be cast out? Is somebody that's cast out, do they lose salvation? Does it mean they never were truly saved? This video is going to let you know my thoughts on the term cast out and what it means. And and I want to encourage you, even if you disagree with me, please just study the context, study the passages to see whether they're so, rather than just regurgitating what you've read, what you heard, or what you've seen from your favorite preacher, teacher, or whoever else. First, right off the bat, I don't believe the term cast out carries the same meaning every single time it's used within scripture. To go ahead and do that is called illegitimate identity transfer. And basically, it's just in a word with a range of meanings, we're just going to pick one of those meanings and say it means this every single time. No, context has to dictate the meaning. Context has to reveal that. And so just in the salvific sense, we ask the question, say, from what? We need to ask the same question, cast out from what? In John 6 37 Jesus says, All that the Father gives me will come to me, and him that comes to me I will in no wise cast out. Yes, I believe John chapter 6 focus is on everlasting life, and how he will bless and receive anybody who comes to him in faith for everlasting life. This is a blessing, this is a promise of assurance that whosoever looks for will live. This rejects the idea of irresistible grace and allows whosoever to come to Jesus Christ volitionally. In that salvific sense, nobody will be cast out in John 15, 6, Jesus says if anyone doesn't abide in him, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. A lot of times people will look at this verse and say, see, they lost their salvation or they were never truly a save. But the passage is talking about abiding in Christ and fellowship. I like Joe Nimala's explanation of the passage as he brings in the viticulture idea of the day and its influence within this passage as a whole. And when we're looking at John 15, 1 through 8, over and over again, it has to deal with abiding and fellowshipping. This passage has to do with the loss of rewards at the Bema Seat Judgment and not the loss of everlasting life. And finally, regarding the parable of the talents, in Matthew 25, 30, Jesus warns that the unprofitable servant will be cast out into outer darkness, and there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. First, I agree with Zane Hodges in a few areas first, that the context of this parable is clearly indicates that all three of these servants are actually Christians. The first two are profitable Christians and faithful, while the last one is an unprofitable servant or an unfaithful Christian. And like Zane points out, we have to understand the parabolic nature of this passage, that darkness isn't a certain location, but rather it's symbolic. Also, we know that whether one is profitable or unprofitable, it doesn't indicate or reveal or gain everlasting life. That would be a works-based salvation, but rather it reveals discipleship, fellowship, and rewards. The terminology of weeping and gnashing of teeth is simply a figurative speech of anguish, regret, and remorse, and was a common idiom of the day in which it was written. And then don't forget that there's going to be Christians who are unfaithful when they get to the bema seat judgment are going to receive rebuke from Jesus Christ for living a life of regret and remorse and unfaithful service to the king. This is why Peter mentioned that we are to make sure that we have an abundant entrance into heaven in 2 Peter 1, 10 and 11. How will the Christian enter? With honor or with dishonor? It's not if the Christian will enter but it is how, and that is dictated by the life of service and faithfulness to the Lord Jesus Christ. So in discerning the terminology of what it means to be cast out, we have to see the context of the passage and how it's used. Neither the two uses in John's Gospels nor in the parable of the talents doesn't mean God will forsake or cast out a Christian from his family forever. Rather, this is a promise that those who come to him by faith of their own free will will be accepted and that those who are unfaithful servants will receive discipline in this life and the loss of rewards at the Bema Seat Judgment. You see... If anything, the term cast out reveals the great faithfulness of God to accept somebody who receives the gospel and to rehabilitate those, the untoward Christian, into a life uh, more dedicated with Jesus Christ. But we give thanks to God that he will never cast a Christian outside of his presence, but with love, grace, and mercy will seek to restore and to rehabilitate and to reconcile the Christian through discipline and chastisement to bring him in a proper relationship and fellowship with him. Well, that's my quick notes, thoughts on this passage. Let me know in the comments below what you think, what you disagree with, what you hate, what you like, whatever the case is. Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, blah, 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 blah. You know what to do. God bless.